hello friends good day good morning god bless you all you're welcome to today's edition of marriage diet with festus flourish osemwahu today is the third day of the month of october 2020 god bless you you are most welcome all right this is a special birthday broadcast for the entire duration of 10 days leading towards my birthday my birthday is on the 10th of october this month so just about seven more days from today i'm doing broke this broadcast as inspired by the holy spirit because for 10 days i i traveled in my mother's womb even after she fell into labor broke her water sack and um, there was no water in the womb and this baby that has become a man today survived it so i was already a miracle even from birth and today i'm delivering messages teaching couples around the world bringing hope and um, life to those who need them uh, just imagine if i didn't survive it if i died then to god alone be the glory that i made it alive so today i'm doing these teachings praying as well trusting god that the lord who kept me alive and gave me the breaking forth that i got on the 10th th- day will also give you that breaking forth you are desiring now even as you believe as you listen and as you connect to what we are going to be sharing with us in the course of today's ministration in the name of jesus christ amen okay first day i talked about um, the joining of the soul Yesterday, I talked about counting the children as stars. If you have not listened to those audios, you can, you should. Very, very powerful messages. And of course, you can also check them out on Facebook Live. We also have access to them there. Okay, today, I'm going to be looking at the message in the hands of your child. The message in the hands of your child. This is another very, very revealing topic. I mean, you have a lot to learn from today's topic as inspired by the holy spirit okay yesterday i talked about stars i talked about the fact that most children are stars and before they are even born before such children are even born immediately they are conceived in the realm of the spirit there is already an awareness about the entrance of those children into the earth remember we all come in as soulish being as souls okay it is during birth or when conception has taken place that the soul finds a place into the fleshly you know um body and of course nine months after such person is born and when the person is born is born as a human body but person is basically made up of a soul so immediately the soul is coming into the earth there is already a signal in the realm of the spirit that this is a star this one will lead others this one will be a a light bearer this one will be a hope bearer okay depending on the kind of purpose and glory they carry the intensity of the star varies and of course of the light now you will also agree with me that when these children are born in that infant age well not even even talk about infant age the very day that they are born you look at the child in fact you look at every child you will realize that the hand of the child is closed no child comes into the earth opening of the hand 
mean, it, it's it, it's just the truth. Okay, give it a try. If you're not too sure how you came to the earth, go and check others as they're coming to the earth. No child comes into the earth with the hands closed. If it if there is, it must be unusual. It must be abnormal. In the normal situation, every child comes into the hand with the hand closed. So if there's a medical reason for it, why the child will open up his hand, okay, I don't know about it. That could be an exception. But in the real case, in the real situation, every child comes into the earth with closed hands. And there is a symbolic meaning out of this. There is a reason for this. Um, and of course, you will also, it's also instructive to know that when that same child becomes old and the child dies tomorrow, the child will go as an old man with the hands open. So every man dies with the hands open. Every child comes into the world with the hands closed. In that closed hand, Sama, there is a message. In that closed hands that the child had wrapped up like a fist, holding the hands in a fist form, there is a message. And this is what diabolic people often try to unravel or try to set out when they see children and they start playing with them, holding their hands and all that, even palm readers, uh, that's what they try to set out. But truly, every child coming up closes his hands. Now, you might not have taken note of what I'm about to say next. But as I say it, I want you to recall. For the very first day the child is born, if the child breastfeeds that day, if you breastfeed the child the second day, or it took the third day before you started breastfeeding the child, whichever way, the child given to the mother with still the closed hands, the hands will still be closed. If it's going to be, take three days, if it's going to take four days, you will realize that such child most children, every child, will start opening that hand while breastfeeding on their mother. While they are on the side of their mother with their mouth on the nipple breastfeeding, you will notice maybe after 10 days, after one week, I wouldn't know, as the child is sucking the breast, the child starts opening up the hand. What you might not have realized is the fact that every child starts opening up his or her hand on the body of their mother why they are sucking the mother's breast why they are depending on the mother for survival they start opening their hand opening their hand to do what opening their hands to their mother this is spiritual so what that means is that the first person a child opens his or her hands to is the mother you might not have taken note of this but please do follow it up follow a child up that is just born Follow up the child until when he starts breastfeeding. Follow up the child until the child starts opening up the hand. In most cases, that child starts opening up the hand to the mother. Either we are not conversant with these things. We are not careful with these things. Otherwise, the child is sucking the mother's breast. Okay, it's it's, it's, uh, sweet for the child. Let me put it that way. The child is enjoying his or herself. And the next thing you see, they start squeezing the hand. They start rubbing the hand. Okay, after a while, they start opening the hand. They actually begin to show their mother what is in their palm. So the mother becomes the first person that they ever show 
what is in their palm too. And friends, the content of what is in the palm is a message. Every child carries a message into his or her generation from the palm. From the palm, you know the content of a child. From the palm, you know what the child is carrying to the world. The palm is such a very spiritual place in the body, just like the sole of the feet. Those two places are very, very strategic. From the sole of your feet, you can have access to every part of the body. From the sole of your hands, you can actually have access to the spiritual world. The sole of the feet tends to connect into the body. In fact, it's the gateway between you know, life and death. And that's why when a man dies, the legs become cold. When a man is still alive, it becomes warm. Okay, And when death starts coming upon the body of a man, it goes through the leg. Okay, you start hearing, oh, my leg is getting cold. People that are getting to die, you start saying, my leg is getting cold. And of course, death is coming. And so the sole of the feet is actually a gateway between life and death. But the palm itself, it's a tool, not just a gateway. It's a tool that one uses in the realm of the spirit. Okay, we come here alive as souls, lively souls in the body. But your palm is a connection. There is a message. There is a tool. With your palm, you can work here physically to make money, to eat, for survivor, to become great. But everything that had been put in your soulish DNA can be interpreted in your palm. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. The soul of the feet is a gateway. But the palm is, is a template. It's a board. It's a marker board. It's a screen. It's a television screen. It's, it's a medium of that carries message. Everything about your destiny, everything about what you have come here to do is embedded into your palms. Into your palms. Hey, friends, I hope you, I wish you would know this. And of course, the child starts opening up the palm to the mother gradually. The child is actually telling the mother, this is what I have come to do. This is the message I carry. This is what I carry in my content. Mommy, if you can see this, mommy, you've got to train me along this line. The child is actually communicating to the mother even at such age. And yet most mothers don't know. Most mothers don't know that not just carrying the child from the womb, they also have a responsibility to interpret the message upon the palms of their children. And interpreting the messages upon the palms of the children, they've got to train them along the line. They've got to train them along that line. They've got to ensure that what that child will be, they become it. And that is why it's very, very symbolic and very, very strategic for a mother to pray for his children, or rather her children, for a mother to be prayerful and be devoted to prophetically praying for the life of the children. Okay, it's possible, I mean, a child is opening up the hand, you can't see what is in the palm, you don't know what the child is trying to say. What if, if you start asking the Holy Spirit, what is the content of my child's purpose? What have you sent this child to do in this generation? What is the greatness story for this child? What am I to do to train this child? What is the role I'm to play? I mean, have you started asking those kind of questions? 
Because at the end of the day, you as a mother, you have a major role to play to nurture that child into what that child will become. The husband grooms the the bride into a wife. The wife grooms the child into a man, into a woman. Very, very profound. But unfortunately, we don't know this. A father's word is very powerful upon the life of his child. But a mother's word is very creative. I I wish somebody would understand this. A mother's word upon the life of a child is creative. A father's word upon him is powerful. Howbeit, it's an authority, it's a crown, it's a cover. But what that child will become, if you're talking about getting that child into the future, the mother's word is very, very powerful. And that is why both offer two kinds of blessings to the children. The greatness in your life will be promoted via the words of your mother. If your mother curses you, it will come to pass. If your mother bless you, it will come to pass. And by this blessing are more or less about your greatness. Your father's word is a direction of the authority, or rather, is a direction of what your of your destiny will become. And so it becomes an authority over you. It becomes a seal. But the mother is to create, is to use her words to create that future of the child. So both of them play a very vital role. We need both parents' prayers. Your father's prayer is an authority. Your mother's prayer is, is a creative. Now, you are a mother out there hearing the sound of my voice. How many words have you creatively spoken into the lives of your children? Unknown to you, your child has already shown to you what he or she will become in this world. You couldn't read it via the palm. Now, even if you get the palm of the child, you can also read it. But in the realm of the spirit, your child is already saying, Mommy, I've come through you as a chamber. Help me to attain this height. This is what I have come to become in this earth. You might not have heard it. You might not have understood what the child is saying. But your devotion in the place of prayer, praying for this child, is what we enable this child to become. That's what we enable this child to, to, to come into that attainment. So what we do with our child, training our child, has a lot to do with what the Lord has shown to us, what the Lord has revealed to us. Hey, you know, it took the mother, Jesus Christ, to push him into his greatness. Let me use the word push him into his greatness. What happened between Mary and Jesus Christ is just a clear example of what I'm trying to explain here. Yes, Joseph had a a role, an authority over him. Take now the child to Egypt this night. That's authority. And Joseph, of course, worked by that instruction. And that was the authority over him. Or just an earthly authority anyway. So he was submissive to them. But the mother, I wouldn't know how long this woman had been praying. Remember, she was the one the angel spoke to. So she knew what the child was capable of. 
Angels don't speak to us at birth. So when your child opens up his hands or her hands to you, it's like angels speaking to you. It's like the same way angels spoke to the Mary. She, she, uh, you know, he, this is Emmanuel. His name shall be called Counselor, Prince of Peace. Angels spoke to the woman so the woman knew what the child would become. So when Jesus was a steady and nothing was happening, he was still moving about, jumping up and down from one place to the other like a homeboy. One day, the mother called him and said, Come, son, follow me to a wedding. I mean, we were not told that Jesus Christ was the one doing wedding. The mother asked him to follow because the mother was up to something. The mother set him up. He knew it was time. Whenever they run out of oil in the house, Jesus might have prayed over the crude of oil and it would multiply. Whenever the father, earthly father, Joseph, broke a wood in trying to make a chair for a customer and he'll say, ah, there is no money to buy replacement. Jesus must have taken the wood and meshed them together and he will come back again as if nothing happened. So in their home, they knew what Jesus was doing because the son of God, the, 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 the Messiah of the world, to say that he wasn't doing miracle in the house is a lie. The Bible said the first public miracle of Jesus. That means he was doing other miracles in the house. The mother saw him. The mother knew what he was capable of. The mother knew was time. At 30, it was time. Look at the conversation. When she told Jesus that they had run out of wine, he said, what have you to do with me? My time has not come. See, he did, she did not argue with Jesus. She just went straight to the servants and told them, whatever he asked you to do, do it. What manner of confidence is that? Who would do that? That's a mother who knows what the child is capable of doing. Somehow, he knew, she knew that the child, who is now 30 years of age, could do something even much more what he had done in the house previously. He just said, whatever he asked you, I know his, his capability. He, he works with words. The words that he speaks is his power. So I know he will speak a word. So whatever he asks you to do, that's words. Whatever he speaks to you, do it. Friends, left to Jesus Christ, that miracle would not have taken place. But it was the mother that pushed him into the miracle. And afterwards, he didn't hide himself again. He came out into the limelight and he became great. Hey, what are you doing as a mother? What are you doing as a father? What are you doing bringing this child into greatness? And I'm speaking to you specifically as a mother. The responsibility is in your hands. Your child has shown you what he or she will become. Just that you didn't know. Now you are going to birth that in the place of prayer. You will be devoted. You've got to study your children. You've got to be very, very scientific about the way you study them. Don't force them to go and read law. If that is what, not what their destiny says. Don't force them, oh, my child must be a medical doctor, even if everybody in the house is a medical doctor. Don't force them, oh, you must go and uh, be a banker. Oh, I want you to make money. No. These are careers anyway. But there is something your child has come to do in this world. When you see your child doing it, study your child carefully. Find out the areas your child is viable. Find out the areas your child has passion. Find out the things your child can easily do. Because everything about the life of your child is contained in his hands. Of course, with hands, a man works. Of course, with hands, a man becomes great. Everything that will make your child great is in his hands. So when you see your child, 
do one or two things look at them carefully and encourage them and train them along that line don't force profession on them don't turn them to become you don't turn them to become your their father help them to become who they are you know help them to discover their talent help them to discover their potential now let me give you a secret one of the ways you know what will make your child great or what your child has as a message that will make him or her great in life has a lot to do with talents and and gifts what is the gift of your child what is the talent of your child discover it help that child now let the child go to school there's nothing wrong with the child still has the ambition of studying law but help the child to develop that potential help the child to develop that talent don't force anything on that child stay on the child be your child's best friend encourage your child along that line and monitor that child until that child breaks forth that's what we call breaking forth and it's in the hands of the mother because we're the first person your child revealed what he or she will actually come to do and every time you have the opportunity hold your child's hands and pray for your child bless your child's hands bless your child and don't stop blessing your child or your children bless them i remember okay maybe because of time i I will do a part two of this i will do a part two of this okay i just wanted to share my experience remember i'm talking about a series that's leading to my birthday and of course giving my experience about breaking forth and of course practically i will have to share my experience but hey friends i want you to know that the words from the mouth of a mother is creative and hey every time you speak into the future of your child you just don't know you are helping your child to develop that future and you are bringing your child into that future hey the message is in the palm of your child your child has a message on the palm did you read it why the child was sucking your breast and opening up their hands to you oh you didn't even know you needed to read the hands even if you did you wouldn't see anything okay now that you are conscious you are aware now can you get back can you read your child's palms can you ask i'm not talking about palm readers anyway can you the one of the ways you can read your child's message in the hand is to go back to the place of prayer is to ask the holy spirit show me what you want this child to become mary knew what her son jesus will become and that was why when the right time came she pushed him out somehow we have got to push our children into that greatness let's learn these lessons and let us do the right thing thank you and god bless you wow 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 i hope you've been blessed with today's broadcast time wouldn't allow us to go further than this we'll continue from here tomorrow in case you're having access to this audio for the first time you can connect with us via our whatsapp number plus two three four eight one zero seven one two six one four eight get to us and we will connect back with you again god bless you until i come your way again tomorrow don't forget if marriage is an institution then couples and singles must be students god bless you shalom do have a great weekend ahead